You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Organic shows are fine. Come on, dog. Go in here now. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's he's the he's the best dog in the world. Like he. Uh, what kind of dog is he? Uh, he's half pug, half Boston Terrier. Um, so Boston pug. A Boston pug. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to come up with a clever name for it. Boston uh, pug. Or a Perrier. Oh, I like Boston pug. Uh, so Boston pug sounds like he was in The Departed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we got him as a rescue. The rescue oh. from Jack Nicholson, <laughs> or, or uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Damon. And that's how we started our podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the episode ten. Uh, yes, ten. Reason why? Because nine's a holiday special. So that so we're at ten now. Um, I'm your uh, host, your Native American spirit god, Scotty. That's the first time you've heard that, have you? Yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a new Aaron as my co-host, um, and so I'll, I'll let him introduce him, himself. Um, Aaron Lynch Kelly is still in West Virginia hosting his show, The Triple Name Sports Show. Um, I could not sneak him away from his family over Christmas, so I came home to Alabama, and I hooked up with a good friend of mine who was also doing some cool video work and stuff, and yeah. so I was like, I need a co-host, and he was nice enough to say, yes. So, yeah, sure. Uh, Aaron Porter. <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron, and uh, I do videos and things. Uh, very funny. He's very, very talented. Uh, well, oh, please go on. No, <laughs> please go on. I, I need, I need all the vindication I can get. Honestly, uh, as a starving artist, but uh, no, I do videos. Um, I do uh, a lot of stuff with uh, Kevin, who I know you're going to have on. Yeah, uh, uh, and and for the listeners at home, that's Kevin from Inverse Press. You've heard the ads. In fact, this week's episode is sponsored by Inver- Pre- Inverse Press. And so you can listen to them now. Now from Inverse Press. Roadkill du jour. In the bayou, the biker du jour is cursed by the voodoo priestess Mama Udu to only live off Roadkill. But he discovers he gains powers from the animals he consumes. Now he rides to find the soul of his murdered wife and get revenge on the witch who cursed him. Get this exciting comic written by Kevin Laporte at InversePress.com. So go ahead and check them out at inversepress.com. They're cool people. Kevin's a good guy. Yeah, absolutely. I love Kevin. And, and so some great, great artists and a great writer and some great comics. So go ahead and just check that stuff out. We like supporting them. They like supporting us. It works out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I do a lot of his... Uh... A lot of his uh, Kickstarter videos. Yeah, um, yeah. The the one you did for Road Kid du Jour, the one I remember yeah. the most, is, is very very cool. Awesome, so, thank you. Thank yeah. yeah, I do that, and then I do with a Kevin show. talking. I'll... Oh, with his 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 Bayou Bayou Kevin, as I call it. Bayou Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I reckon we gonna go down there. Do that. I'm gonna have to when he, when I get him on the show next week. I guess we're gonna have to introduce him as Bayou Kevin. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. See, see if he just goes into the voice. It's great. Oh, but he gets all self conscious. I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> yeah, any any time because uh, he and I used to do uh, a podcast together. We're gonna. Uh, start it back up here. So you hear it's exclusive. Exactly. Podcast exclusive. The, the return of the Laporte and Porter important report. Um, <laughs> said that five times fast. No. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna. Um, we whenever we'd film it in the past, he he's he's very soft spoken. He's, he's yeah, he's just like this. 
and I'd have to it's like Clint Eastwood, like in a western, like Kevin just walks into the town. And exactly. Just, I'm gonna talk really low. And exactly. Scary. And so whenever uh, whenever we do his uh, stuff for like Roadkill, it's always it's always funny to hear him do an accent. <laughs> it's just well, we're gonna go down here. We're gonna we're gonna kill that mama hoodoo. I'm like I'm like who is this? Yeah. What, is, what happened to Kevin? I did I did an uh, an ad for uh, Roadkill. For, I think the first ad for Inverse Press was a Roadkill one. Nice. And that's and I did Mama Hoodoo like Mama Hoodoo. And then I did some. How <laughs> I, I heard it in my head. And I just, so I did all these effects on it and just uh, craziness. But. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. Just pretty much, I do that, and I do a weekly so, show. And, 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 and we'll remind the folks at home, the, our four listeners and the Mothman, at the end of the show. But go ahead and tell them how, how they can get in, t- in touch with you. You know, you have a YouTube page, and I do have a YouTube page. It's uh, YouTube.com/slash Aaron Porter is spell or Aaron because there's a lot of uh, ways. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> uh, there's my wife's spelling, which is E R I N, but mine is Aaron A A R O N P O R T E R I S. So that's so. If you caught that, there's there. Aaron and Aaron Porter. That's right. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it, it makes it great because if somebody calls up and says, you know, and they sound angry, I just assume they want to talk to my wife. <laughs> and if they uh, if they sound like they want to give me money, then then obviously they're calling for me. And that's, that's how it works out. <laughs> and I've known I've known both the Aarons for oh I'm over ten years now. Yeah, I long think. Time, we, we've been long friends time. for a very long time and. They were the couple I was rooting for. Now they're married. Now I want them to have a kid and also name that child Aaron. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> if it's a girl, it'll be A R R Y N. Oh, uh, look at this. Yeah. If it's if it's a boy, we'll have to kind of sit down and see what weird E R R A N D like Aaron. <laughs> Aaron and Aaron run errands. Oh God, I cannot tell you how many times we've made that joke, and we we try to only do it once per person because it's always funny that first time we go. Aaron and Aaron are running errands, and people go, "Oh, that's hilarious!" And then when we do it again, they're like, "All right, you guys, are, I, you guys I, are awful." I think that's adorable. I, I, I go, not too many couples can share that. That's a thing. Absolutely, that's all. That's a whole thing. So, um, so I keep rolling with it, man. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, but uh, you can find me there. You can also find me on Twitter uh, at Aaron underscore Porter underscore is, um, and you can also I do have a website which I need to get updated, which is Aaron Porter is and all this stuff will also be on the on the website and also on the the description of this uh, particular episode. So sweet. So we're recording this early because you know I'm, I'm on vacation here back home in Alabama and uh, great place you've chosen to come for vacation. So. Hey, I love my home. I love you know, it's it's warm. It's warm. It's wet. Also, it's, it's the wettest wet. city in America. I, it fights every. It fights every year with Seattle. It's it does. us in Seattle all, all time. No one believes me when I say that. Also, no one believes me when I say we're the birthplace of Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's a- also true. Either and they're just like, no, this New Orleans and Seattle. I'm like, just because we're small in country doesn't mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have things too. Listen, listen, just because every time a hurricane comes here, we're called mobile. <laughs> you know, it's it's fine. Oh well, this is my first time. We're, we're recording at uh uh, I guess the Aaron's palatial estate, <laughs> and um, this is my first time here, so I I. I Put his address into the the GPS, and so first of all, it the GPS lady from Google was like mobile, mm-hmm. and, and that frustrates me. Yeah. And then you live near um, Dolphin Street. Yes. Where it calls it Dauphin. That's true. You turn left on Dauphin Street. <laughs> what street is Dauphin? <laughs> well, and if you go to Westmobile, it's Schillinger instead of Schillinger. Schillinger. Yeah. Wow, um, I in West Virginia where I live, there's um, there's a McCorkle Avenue, 
And so when when you go when you GPS off McCorkle, it just says McCorky. <laughs> Take a left on McCorky Avenue, and so you know you know like you know we've we've you know phones are, are probably as small as they're gonna get. Yeah. Um, In fact, they're making them bigger now. So so. Take a little of that time and energy and correct your GPS lady. Just just tell her how to say mobile and yeah. Chillinger. I mean, th- those are not hard. I mean, I, you could do some localization, right? Right. I mean, and it, it, should, it shouldn't be that hard. I mean, uh, what I do is uh, I work for a company when I'm not doing videos. Uh, my day job is working for a company that does uh, the automated phone calls you receive from your doctor or your dentist or whatever. Right. Um, we have to localize those. So we will send out the recording to the doctor's office or the hospital or whatever, and they'll come back and say, yeah, I know that that's how the city is spelled or the street is spelled, but it's actually pronounced blah. So yeah. so basically you're like the healthcare version of Skynet? Uh, well, Skynet's messenger service? Well, I mean, you know, uh, you said it, not me. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping that when the robot overlords take over, they remember that I was dutiful in, in keeping them up and running. You use you for breeding stock instead exactly. of like the yeah. flesh of their Terminators. And, oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, that, that's where I want to be. So is it is it all automated or do you have someone who records the... We have uh, we have voice talent that actually oh, that's uh, nice. records everything. It's high tech human touch. High tech human touch. Yeah, that's that's what that's what the company was built on. Um, but it, essentially, want to high five whoever come with that name? Uh, they're very rich right now. So, yes, yeah. yes. Um, We're looking for investors. High five human touch. Some talented yeah. people with a podcast. Yeah, so network. They, uh, you know, we we have voice talent that goes in and records it, and uh, so. There's a good chance if you're receiving one of those calls, it's from the company I work for. We have, I think it's like 80% market share or something. Like so that. nationwide, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, so if you ever got a. Wow. So, you know, they're like, you have a doctor's call, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we, we are, we're sorry to bug you, but you know, hockey, I don't know anything about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you know, about Canada. What? what, what? Why? <laughs> well, I've never been. Okay. I've never been Fair to Canada. Enough. I've never been. Uh, uh, things I know about Canada. Okay, let's go. Um, Martin Short is from Canada. Okay, that I didn't know. But okay. Martin Short is Canadian. Um, Michael J. Fox is Canadian. Canadian. Um, Brian Adams is Canadian. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Nathan Fillion is Canadian. Is Nathan Fillion Canadian? Yes. Very, very nice. I uh, go Canada. Um, uh, Aaron is a huge Firefly fan, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be a topic of, of conversation before. Uh, if it comes up, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure it comes up because I, you know, it's been a while, and yeah, we have to catch up anyway, so that'd be fun. Uh, who? What else? Thing? Uh, they put gravy on things. Um, they do. They have something, and uh, this is poutine? going to sound dirty, but this, yeah, I was going to say poutine, which is, uh, it's, I know this is family friendly, but no, it's it's that's that's yeah, what it's called, right? Poutine, <laughs> and um, what is the, the uh, um, Toronto is a place there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, and Quebec, they speak French. <laughs> yes, uh, and they're they're jerks. Sure, I wouldn't know. No, we don't. We don't have. I don't think we have any Canadian listeners. So they said, well, here, let me. Oh, oh, their money's called the Looney. They have a Looney. They do have a Looney. They have a Looney. Um, thank you, Star Trek. Um, <laughs> and I'm running out of no- uh Vancouver's. There too. Uh, where, where is Vancouver? If you had to guess, where where is Vancouver? Is it above Seattle? It is above Seattle. That's yes, correct. winner. Ding 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 ding. I'm gonna add sounds. It's gonna be great. Nice. nice. Yes. Quiz bowl, baby. Quiz bowl. <laughs> um, Saskatchewan is a thing. Yes. Um, their football Super Bowl is called the Grey Cup. Okay. Um, 
We're, the goalposts are kind of not at the back; they're at the front of the end zone, which is, is it? weird. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it's like it's like screwier than arena. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's weird, it, and they like the field's bigger. It's just it's weird. And um, they have a team called the Argonauts. They do, and that's Toronto Argonauts. Yeah, I'll see Toronto again. Um, and that's I'm running. Uh, the Queen of England is apparently something to do with them, but only in name only. Like she's the Queen of England. And like kind of the Queen of Canada, but not really. Yeah, yeah, I don't I I've never actually understood that part of their government either. It's I don't like, know. We're we're independent, but we still love England. It's like <laughs> I mean, I like Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> I like Top Gear. <laughs> right. So I mean go BBC America. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> BBC America is you know, I don't watch a lot of T V anymore, uh, like live T V. Like I'll watch Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. Um, but if if my TV's on, it's most likely on BBC America, right? Or wrestling, because I mean, I'm from. The I South. find co-hosts named Aaron who love wrestling. So well, it's just, you know, I mean, it's it's you have to. It's, it's, all Aaron's love here. wrestling, I suppose. Yeah, it's it's actually we have a meeting once a year. We talk about <laughs> here are the things that we like. The Aaron the wrestling conclave. Like. Exactly. Exactly. Next year's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh gosh, that's gonna be a heck of a drive. <laughs> just fly. Uh, <laughs> Look at you, money bags. <laughs> I know, I can't have a school I have, paper. I spent all my money on this palatial estate, <laughs> as you put it. It's very nice. Oh, uh, better than what I have. I rent a room like uh, a border in the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, I do. I, I have a room and like part of a house that I rent for like a very, very reasonable price. So, do you uh, do you walk around your house going, It's hard not life! <laughs> No, 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 no. I said it's like a, like a salesman in the 19th. Not like an orphan. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like Annie. <laughs> okay, well, hey, listen. How you dress up on the weekends is up to you, man. I mean, I do love theater, but I don't know if I love that. Hey, I've, I've seen some pictures from, from some of your theater stuff. Hey, hairspray doesn't count. <laughs> okay, hairspray counts. The dress was comfortable, though. The heels, not so much. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Oh, I do love theater. <laughs> But no, I, like I said, I, I rent a room, and uh, I mean, I live, you know, I'm very close to campus, so I mean, and since I don't have a family or people who love me, and okay. so it's just, you know, it's easy just to take care of, I don't have to worry about much, so it keeps my expenses low, so. Absolutely. So it's very nice to see the palatial estates of the air, the air in palatial estates. It's nice, it, you know, it's funny, because uh, we, we bought the house about a year ago, um, and I mean, we're obviously, we have a mortgage, like most people. Um, right, because you never really own things. You just rent things eternally. Exactly. And can exactly. borrow on it. And, and, to be, <laughs> and to be honest with you, you know, I bought a house because everybody said, that's what you do. You know, you, you grow up and you buy a house. Like, that's part of the, that's part of the steps. I'll be honest with you. Uh, owning a house kind of sucks. Uh, <laughs> you know. Not a family it, home ownership, right? No, absolutely not. Because, A, it, it, was a, it was a pain uh, to, to go through the process. Um, once we got everything set up and everything was good and, you know, it was ours um you know now we're paying we're essentially like you said paying rent each month except if something breaks i have to fix it and <laughs> i'm 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 handy to a point right you know uh but it's like once it goes past that point and i go all right well let me use my uh you know dungeoneering roles here <laughs> from D to figure out how i'm gonna fix this i i always thought i, I when i was in high school we we had a shop class but it should, you know, it was like you're gonna build a birdhouse, and this is how you weld stuff, and you know. Wee. But I always thought they should, even in college. I think there should be a class on like 
how to handle like normal household stuff. Like, sure. you know, eventually you're going to own a house if everything goes right. So this is how you fix like a hole in your drywall. Right. Or this is this is what you do when your plumbing plumbing is and give you practical real world experience instead of just how we do here is just throw you in and be good luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and granted, we have a we have a step up versus say ten years ago, right? Where we can go, oh God, what's happening here? Let me go to the internet, Google, and, and Google like mad to try to figure out what to do in this situation. But at the same time, you're still looking and going, like we had a, a shelf that I installed in our uh, in our closet, and it worked fine. It it held stuff up for eight months, and two weeks ago, the night before my parents came in for Thanksgiving, uh, the whole thing just fell, oh, and no. I now have three large holes in my in my wall. Um, sure, I could probably go figure out how to fix that. Most likely, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call up this guy who's a contractor that gave me a good deal on something else and say, hey. I need you to build me a closet because I'm not doing this anymore. Right. I mean, and, and, and all I could think when I saw that laying there was, if this happened, and I was renting, I could easily go, "Hey, come fix this," and I would be done with it. <laughs> Instead, now it's like, all right, well, I got to call this guy, get an estimate, you know, make sure we've got the funds to button. It's, it's a pain. Man. Uh, it's, uh, I mean. It always comes down to money. See, if you had a lot of money, you wouldn't have to worry about it. You just call me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, come fix this. Right now, Whatever. but, you know, I'm gonna plus... Go, I'm going to go set up by my pool and drink uh, <laughs> mojitos. And mojitos by the pool. Mojito, the worst drink that bartenders... The, the drink that bartenders hate to make mix the most. I really? Yeah, because it's involved, you know. Oh, you see, got, I don't really drink, so I... I yeah. It's got, like, you have to have a... Um, you have to mix mint with it, and, mm-hmm. and there's, a, there's a... Stick or I don't know how that you know, some ancient mess. mess oh, out. I know what you're talking about, like the uh, yeah. Little, uh, um, yeah, like that, the medicine. Yeah, thing. that I thing. Gotcha. You, you have to mix that stuff in together. So yeah, that sounds like a pain. I yeah, my thirtieth birthday, we I had mo- a lot of mojitos, and I think the bartender who was gracious enough to make hey, it was my birthday. B, I was tipping her a lot. I was hitting on her. There you go. And like, it's my birthday here, baby. Here's did not get that birthday present. What I'm really trying to say, yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> did, did not happen. So, um, yeah, so that's probably the last time I ordered mojitos. I'm, I'm down to the point where I don't drink. I mean, I, I drink a little. I don't. Um, I've had my benders, sure, because I'm in college. I'm allowed, absolutely. But um, I'll drink beer every now and then. I'm, I'm usually I'm a social drinker. Like I'll, I'll go, we'll go to the bar, go watch football or something. I'll have a beer or something with that. But you know, I'm, I'm not thinking. I'm not, I rarely buy beer or anything for the house. Right. It's just something I don't really keep because it just stays in the fridge and I'm like, I should drink that. And I was like, ah, it's nothing against it. It, just, it never goes on my brain. We, Aaron and I, have stopped buying any type of alcohol because we have the largest house out of our group of friends. Right. So we host most of our parties. <laughs> right. Everybody brings beer. Um, Lee, uh, my buddy Lee, who... Uh, our buddy Lee. Yeah, our buddy Lee. My apologies. <laughs> uh, who... Uh, Who's actually kind of mad he's not on this podcast. Yeah, I found yeah. that out. So yeah. my apologies to Lee. Um, uh, you were always welcome. <laughs> uh, all you have to do is drive up to West Virginia. Then you can be on it. Or, or tape a segment and just ship it to there me. Hello. Ooh, thoughts from Lee. Thoughts from Lee. I would love to. I'd have it. Nice. Uh, but PG Lee. PG. PG-13. He, <laughs> he, would bring, he would bring in like a six-pack of uh, something. Um, and he would you know drink a few of those. The party would end. He would leave. Leave the beer because that's what you do. That's the polite thing to do. Right. Um, he would 
come back from the next party, he'd have another six pack. We did not drink his others. So he still has three in there. Right. So he would bring six. Now he has nine. <laughs> he would drink three. He now has another <laughs> six pack. <laughs> so uh, we, we've started asking him politely to stop bringing things because we actually at one point had our our entire fridge just full of alcohol and I don't really drink. Aaron may drink a beer one night a week and it's usually just I've had a rough night, I'm cooking, we're hanging out and she'll you know, she'll knock back a beer. Great, done. That's all she needs. And so we would have this beer for a month <laughs> and just filling up our fridge and I'm like I don't know what to do with any of this. People are like, you should drink it. I'm like I'm, I'm 32 and I don't really drink. What would I do? I would just sit sit on the couch and be like, well, this tastes awful. <laughs> Yay. It's because you're probably drinking domestic swell. There's good stuff out there. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the uh, the bar wench from uh, Bros, Booze, and Movies mm-hmm. will definitely, definitely steer you in the right place. If like, that, That's her whole bag, I guess. I've, I've got something to send to her, by the way. Okay. Uh, it's a drink that Lee, oddly enough, uh, created that is the drink, my drink of choice. It's very simple. All right. It's a Dr. Schlager. A Dr. Schlager. Well, Schlager and Dr. Pepper. Nice. Now i got to find a movie to go with it, like maybe Dr. Giggles. Ooh, or Dr. No. Dr. No. Um, Trying to find another Dr. movie. The Dr. William Hurt. Yeah. I don't or, know if I'd show that. Or a season of, of Dr. Who. A season of Dr. Who, yeah. Mm, um, Dr. Who. But, yeah, it's it's that. And if uh, if Dr. Pepper's not available, and uh, you, but you have something like Dr. Thunder or Mr. Pibb. Oh, see, no, 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 no. I'm a... I'm a soda snob. Okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a connoisseur, and so um, uh, Doctor Thunder and uh, I mean I'll do Mister Pib, even yeah. though he's you know, like in a pinch. Like right. you know, the doctor Doctor Pepper has got his his PhD in Plano, Texas. Exactly. And so you know, I tr- that's a brand I trust. He's got Doctor in front of his name, and I, I assume but you he, don't trust Doctor Thunder. No, because I think okay. Here's here's my my opinion about that. I believe. In my heart of hearts, that Dr. Pepper went through the steps. He got his bachelor's degree. He got a master's degree in sodaology. He did his, you know, got his did his dissertation on something with uh, I do with soda pop in Texas, you know, and and earned and earned that doctorate. Dr. Thunder paid a lot of money and got that honorary doctorate. (laughs) See, either that that or he was a wrestler in Plano, Texas. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I'm Dr. Thunder and I'm bringing the lightning right here in Plano, Texas, brother. And so, you know, you know, like Mr. Pibb, I think he got an MFA. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But if you if, if you if you're using one of those, it's a Mr. Schlager. A Mr. Schlager yeah. <laughs> MFA. I never thought we'd talk about that on the, this podcast. But that's, you hey, you never know. You mentioned Doctor Hovian. Uh, I am, but I'm way behind. How far? Um, how far back? I, I have not watched anything with Matt Smith. Oh, that's not true. I've watched uh, a handful of episodes. Of oh, Matt you are Smith. you are behind. I yeah. I'm. I'm a new Whovian. Okay. A Nuvian. <laughs> a Nuvian. Um, not a Nubian. No, not a Nubian. A Nuvian. Um, I'm I'm about a year okay. into it. I spent the, this time last year marathoning all from Chris Eccleson to Matt Smith. Okay. So I like college student, I got a little time. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, Netflix. And um and that's how I do. I absorb shows. I if, if I'm gonna watch a show, I'm gonna mar- I'm gonna oh, binge, I'm gonna binge watch watch it. And so 
I binge watch for you know I think I got through it in about a month. I got uh, uh, all of Doctor Who and because I had to get prepared for the day of the Doctor, which was being shown in theaters. Yeah. So I had to get ready for for that, and so so I went from I I, I know I'm I knew I was going to enjoy it. Was, mm-hmm. It's it's those things that I you know it's it has all the little sci-fi elements of I love time travel and I love space stuff and I love I love how quirky he is and right. so. You know, it's all these things I knew I would like. I love movies, and I like events, so I'm. It's going to be cool to get a bunch of friends to go do this, right? But I have to do the homework, and so I caught. I still made it up A's and B's that semester too. I was like nice. a three point seven on that. Anyway, and I did, I did Doctor Who, but um, yeah. So I, I got I, I marathoned all that. I got to do the Day of the Doctor thing, and. Then I had to wait a whole year for. Well, I did the Christmas episode, so right. the time of the Doctor, and then I had to wait a whole year for the news. And I, but we were there. The theaters saw the the first Peter Capaldi at the theaters. Nice. And so, but I'm behind. I've seen three or four episodes. I have. I'm thrilled to death that BBC America. Well, by the time this airs, it'll be afterwards. But BBC America Christmas Day is running all of Capaldi's. Right. And so I'm watching all. I've got them TV yard. Nice. To get for the Christmas episode. So yeah, I, like, I love. I. I Eccleston was okay. Like I enjoyed Eccleston. Uh, David Tennant will, no matter what, he will always be my doctor. Like, I think I think David Tennant's my doctor too. Yeah. I I was a, I was on Chris Eccleston too a lot because yeah. I wish I could I wish we could have got more of him. Sure. I like I like how badass he is. Oh, absolutely. And I like I, the just the, the I, I just imagine him just knocking down doors and beating in the head and Cyberman just like I'm gonna fight you guys straight <laughs> right. up. Like yeah, and I like. I love Tenet because he's goofy, but when he's angry, it's generally frightening. Right. He can pl- he can do uh, such range, and he can change that range in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's like you're sitting there, and he'll go from happy-go-lucky to I'm going to kill everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're just, and you believe him. And I'm in tears on the last episode. I don't want to go, and I'm just, yeah. ball. I'm a grown man. Just, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to go! Yeah. <laughs> and so... I, and I, I, I like Matt Smith too. Matt Smith took me a little while to to, to get into. I've heard that from a lot of people. But he's really, I, I don't know if he's the best Doctor, but he's got a great ensemble that makes those episodes amazing. Right. I like um, uh, the the um, Amy, and I like River, and you know. Um, they're really neat characters, and so his ensemble with his companions are great, right. and I think that makes him great. And the writing was really good, and they did some really neat things with that. Um, I'm not completely sold on Capaldi. I like what I've seen so far, but I'm like, I don't. It's the writing. I don't know what they're trying to do. I think I think anytime they they have a new Doctor, I think, and I to me, Data Ten is kind of the exception of this rule, but they, I think the writers. And the actor himself, I think they have to try to find that character, right? You know, and it's yeah, it's easy to say, well, okay, well, this is this is how this doctor is going to be different from the previous doctor. But when you're writing it out, you know, it, it it's organic. So you know, it, very ev- much. So. Eventually, you kind of go, okay, well, he this doctor would kind of say this, and this feeds back to this joke that we had in episode three, right? And it's like, okay, cool. And then you can kind of start building the mythos for that particular doctor. Right, and I think the that's the problem between Tennant and Matt Smith. They're so similar in the beginning. Yes, there's there's a lot. 
I mean, I bought the transformation. I, I, I bought the regeneration release because Matt Smith is kind of goofy like Dave Tennant is. Capaldi's right. goofy in a different way. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not that it's bad. It's, it, I think it's fun. It's just like, I'm not, there's a couple episodes I've, I think I'm four or five into it. And it's like, I wish he would have said something, I don't know, dialogue or something is off for a little bit. Yeah. But that said, um, one of my favorite episodes I've ever seen has been in this new season. Really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, made me like Claire and, I think I end up like Claire, like I did um, Donna. I didn't like Donna to the end until Donna makes sense. Yeah, I love Donna, but yeah. and that's by design. They, yeah, you're not. I don't think you're designed to like Donna, and, right? Because you had Rose and you know love her. Hey, I love Rose. Rose is your Rose is. I mean, hell, where you can go from that? I mean, uh, exactly. And, and, I, and I think even the writers were just like, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and Billy Piper was amazing. Yeah, and I think that's what what lacked in Martha. Mm-hmm. And and Donna is someone you learn to love and realize you love her the whole time. But once you once you hit that moment, you're like, oh my god! Oh my, and then when she leaves, you're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and who was after Donna? Uh, <laughs> there was. A, I'm missing one, aren't I? There's it's one. Uh, it's been so long. Since it's been a while. Not, there's not, I think there's one where there's Amy's uh, the ponds. I love the ponds. They're yeah. really they're fun. And their last episode's tragic and sad. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's got a Weeping Angels, and Weeping Angels are badass. Oh, absolutely. So I, I'm, you know, I'm hooked. I am hooked. I even liked, um, did you ever see the the 90s movie with Peter McGann? No. I have it if you want a copy of it. Okay. It's, it's a... Completely legal, legit copy, of course. Sure. <laughs> What's legal? <laughs> I mean, really? It's in my possession. You know, Possession is nine tenths of the law, so I'm nine tenths legal. <laughs> uh, sure, we'll I, go with I, that. I've acquired things. I'll go with that. <laughs> I, I've acquired certain skills, like like Liam Neeson. And... I was about to say, is this Taken Three? Or, or so, what is Taken Three? Is what they've stolen his identity? Is that what it is? And killed his wife. Oh, they killed his wife. <laughs> yeah, it's in the trailer. So the oh, first wow. one, they take his daughter. The second one, they take his daughter, and they take him and his wife. Right? Yeah. I didn't watch two. I saw the trailer. I was like, I, yeah, I, I didn't I, see two. I seen the first one. Loved it. It's a yeah. bro- brilliant film. I was like, you cannot top this. Yeah. And then um, three in the trailer, they've killed uh, Jean Grey and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fanny Johnson. She gets um, killed and everything. Yeah. And so they killed Jean Grey, who should have seen that coming, telepath. Yeah, right. And um, Liam Neeson has to go. They blame him for it, and he's got it. It's, uh, it turns into the fugitive, I think. Okay. It's the one-armed man. See, I, I was really hoping that Taken 3, maybe they'll do this for Taken 4, uh, that oh. they that they take him, and he somehow has to find himself <laughs> on an existential journey. And then he's like, oh, I've got a certain set of skills that allow me to trans... Uh, <laughs> Transmute myself. Comes back as like a Harry Krishna. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm vegan now. I don't want to hurt anybody. I want to chant. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and they're just like, oh my god, he's he saved himself. And then you know, the next one is they take his dog. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. That was the uh, the one with Keanu Reeves, uh, the movie that just came out with him. Um, what was that? Uh, I didn't see it though. Did you? I didn't either, but I heard really good things. I heard about it. it was like, it looked like Neo kicking more ass. Yeah, like, I, I wanted they, to see they it. They killed his dog or something, and so he decides that anything, everyone must die. Yeah, you know, I mean that's that's logical, I guess. <laughs> right? Kill my dog. I, mean, I don't have a dog, but you know. well, if they killed Max, I would be upset. I don't. Who's currently burying his face in a blanket? Um, 
If they killed Max, I would probably be upset. I don't know if I would go on a killing spree over it. <laughs> but, but you're not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that's true. I can act. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 come on. Oh. Oh. I like Constantine. <laughs> that's not bad. And Constantine's fun. The first Matrix is, is, is really good. good. Uh, two and three are some of the worst movies I, I've ever seen. I, I tried to ignore the fact there are two and three. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, um, and they lured me to the theaters. Yeah, both times, and I, you know, two is horrible. And two I was is like, awful. It's like, oh, but I want to see uh, Zion. So oh, Zion's see, in three. Let's see how this ends. Oh, let's, let's do it. So here's a question. Sure. So they're remaking everything. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Will they ever remake the Matrix? Probably. Yeah. Probably. The Wachowskis will probably eventually do it, or they'll either remake it or do a, another sequel and say we planned it all along. Yeah. And so I mean, because. Honestly, remaking the Matrix makes sense in the Matrix universe because you just reboot it. Sure. I mean, it's a computer. Literally. literally, but it's a computer thing, and you could really, you know, suddenly Matrix 2.0. I mean, it's, I think it's kind of what they tried to do in Tron Legacy and, and kind of missed. Yeah. Tron Legacy was on FX the other day, and I watched it for the first I saw it in theaters. Yeah. And it's neat. It's pretty to look at. Is it a good movie? I don't know. See, I don't think so. I, 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 thought, it was, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was well shot. Um, but I, I just, watching it, like, Aaron, my wife was so freaking excited about this movie. You get confused sometimes when you talk about Aaron. You're like, is it me or well, her? Well, <laughs> I have to. It's funny. If, if sometimes I'll say Aaron and people look at me funny. So <laughs> like, I, like you're I, talking I would, about the royal me, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I, I try to catch myself and say my wife. Um, but she was so excited to see this movie, mm-hmm. and I just like I enjoyed Tron back in the day. It was it was okay. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't anything like. Like it didn't rock my world. As oh, a kid. it rocked my world. As a kid. But see, we're I'm a little older than you, exactly. and so and so my Tron experience is a whole lot different because oh, I yeah. remember when it came out. Yeah, man, frisbees were a thing. I was like, I'm gonna fight evil with my frisbee, <laughs> <laughs> make him a Tron noise. Hey, little Scotty got some play out of that. Did you get the nice curve on the throw? Oh hell no, I was really bad at it. I'm not really what you would call athletic. No, you Scotty, come on. No, no, no. Uh, but we went and saw it in theaters, and we we hate seeing movies in 3D unless it's IMAX 3D, and it was so we had the 3D thing, and that was just what a step down for me. And then at, by the end of it, I was just like, I want this movie to end so I can leave. I like it wasn't awful, but it was just like I'm I'm ready for this movie to be over. I I, I don't hate 3D. I don't see movies in 3D, if that makes sense. Yeah. I will, if I think... Because everything's now in 3D, and has been for for a little while now. Yeah. And, and the problem with that is, like, is that... I think Avatar ruined everything. Yes. And, and I like Avatar. Yes. Avatar, and, and people complain about Avatar all the time. Well, not all the time, but when it came out, they complained about it. But here's my thing about Avatar. Avatar is James Cameron's greatest hit album. That's why it's so familiar. It's all these great things that you like from James Cameron movies. He made in one one movie and then added unattainium to it, and then <laughs> threw it in Dances with Wolves. And you know, I, you know, as your Native American spirit guide, I kind of was digging the whole <laughs> Indians winning, <laughs> and even though they're space cat in it, whatever. Should I, was, I, should I be scared right now? <laughs> no, no. Okay, I'm good. White man. <laughs> it, it's all right, but um. The problem is that studios realize how much money Avatar made. I mean, Avatar made money hand over fist. And the problem was studios were like, well, we can make every movie 3D. No, Cameron designed Avatar to be 3D. Right. 
and and now they've got companies, and I, I have a friend of mine works for them who adds 3D to movies, like um, well, Alice in Wonderland, the uh, Burton, Tim Burton's version, mm-hmm. wasn't intended to be 3D. They added it. Clash of the Titans when it came out, or Wrath of one of the Titans. I think it was yeah. the first Clash one. I think the remake of the Clash. Um, it wasn't designed for 3D. They added 3D. That's what they do now. They just goes well. That wasn't a 3D movie. They'll just add 3D to it because it's just a it's just super rotoscoping, and um, it's a waste. Absolutely. And so some movies are kind of designed for. It. I think the last 3D movie I saw and enjoyed was Avengers. Okay. And I'm trying to think if I've seen anything since. I mean, I think I've seen. I saw Captain America Winter Soldier in 3D, but I saw it in 3D IMAX, and that's a different experience. Absolutely, yeah. Um, that's oh, oh no, I, I take that back. I, I apologize. Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's still a Marvel movie. Yeah. And I think they used some 3D mm-hmm. good in that, but the downside is I saw I saw it two or three. I've seen it three times now. Nice. The other two times were in 2D, and I don't have to see it in 3D. Yeah. So obviously wasn't planned on being 3D. Right. And so. I, I didn't lose anything for the experience except the three extra dollars I had to pay for the damn 3D glasses. Right. That I have to give back. Yeah. Which makes... It's just a money right. Oh, absolutely. And it, yeah. Not against capitalism, but, you know, make a better product. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, for me, anytime I see a movie and they have the 3D moments, and I always feel like I'm watching... Do you remember the episode of the Drew Carey show where they did the 3D? Mm-hmm. The 3D of episode? course. That's what I think of, right? Because it's like, whoa, here comes the, whoa, the Captain America shields can fly right at your head, whoa, you know. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't do this, you know. I'm just like, I know what you're doing here. Stop. If you're if you're building in moments just so we can say, hey, we did this, and oh, we got him with this one. It's like, just stop. Build the movie. If the movie needs to be 3D, like Avatar, I think was an event. I think Avatar, yeah, I, Avatar, because the 3D wasn't invasive. You were part of that world. I, it was layered. It wasn't like it wasn't those guys. You didn't right. see uh, the Navi throwing the other spears yeah. at you, or guns shooting at you. Yeah. It was this landscapes and things were just that you were immersed into, exactly. which was amazing. And that's those are the 3D films. I have absolutely no problem. Right. It's it's all of the other ones where, like you said, well, we've got to we've got to somehow fit this in because kids we, are going to watch it. The thirteen year old boys are going to buy yeah, you know, three tickets. Yeah, and it's just it, I hate it. I hate it, and it just drives me insane. And especially if you go and you go, I want to see this movie, and this is the time we can see it, and it's only available in three D at that time. You're just like, great. I go find something else to watch or yep. something else to do. I don't. I mean, um, I think Guardians was the last thing I saw in three D. Saw it in two D. So. Um, and it was such a good movie. I saw, yeah, because because I, I had an option to see three uh, Interstellar in three D. I saw it two D instead, and it was a fantastic experience. I didn't have to. I didn't see Interstellar. It's good. Yeah, it's weird. Good. We're we're uh, the wife doesn't know our our uh, well she knows that our anniversary is this Sunday, but she doesn't know that we're gonna go see uh, Big Hero Six. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, she's been dying to see this yeah, movie. I was say that too. It's, it's supposed so to be really good. See it this Sunday. I saw uh, during our Thanksgiving break. I saw um, uh, I saw Interstellar, which I thought was fantastic. Spoiler alert: Love is a physical thing that can travel through dimensions, and that's weird. But I liked it. I'm a romantic, so those kind of things are like, oh, that's adorable. See, <laughs> nope. Right there, you said that, and I just went, wah, wah. I'm, I'm with it. I, fall, I, bought, I bought into it. I bought into the whole thing. I was like, Matthew McConaughey, I'm with you, buddy. 
And then I saw Hunger Battle, Games, Battle uh, the, the new Hunger Games. I'm, I'm not a Hunger Games fan. Okay, I guess I am a Hunger Games fan because I went and saw it. I, I've never read the books because sure. reading's hard. Yeah. Um, I, I saw the first one in theaters when it first came out and fell mm-hmm. asleep. Really? And I'll tell you why. It was it, I had worked all day and then we saw like the 9.30 shit. And after a while, I, you know, you get comfortable in those seats and that oh, big yeah. screen is dark and suddenly I'm out trying to, you know... My friends are calling me Grandpa. I don't care. <laughs> grandpa needs his night-night time, right? You know, show me some titties or something. I like, night-night time. But um, I, I, I don't think I cared for it. And then over the summer, uh, Epics. We had free Epics on Mom's Cable. Had free Epics, and so, and so um, they ran them uh, the first and second one back to back. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it. And kind of got hooked. It was yeah. It's a cool movie about propaganda. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, being a comm student, we kind of learned some of that stuff. And so it's kind of seen in practice. So when I saw the third one, I was like, I don't trust anybody. I don't know why Katniss doesn't, like, move to some other place. <laughs> Y'all can have this. I'm going to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> where, where we'll have poutine and we'll do something with the queen. and Play weird football. Play weird football. And hang out in Vancouver. <laughs> Which is just north of Seattle. Things we learned. It's an educational episode of the weekly Momcast. Um, but yeah, I just, I can't, I can't do, I can't do 3D movies. I haven't seen any of the new uh, Hunger Games. I'll be honest with you, I haven't, Guardians, I think, was the last movie I've seen this year. Um, I've just been so busy with finishing up the MBA and doing all my video stuff and music it stuff. It's hard. Plus it's expensive. It is. Absolutely. Oh, it's right. so expensive to go now. Even 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 in the matinee stuff. I think theaters are catching on. It's like mm-hmm. everyone's going to go see it in the matinee and we don't make any money at night. Well, and I think there's a... I don't know if it's just here, but I think there's a, a, a weird cultural thing that's happening now with movies where... I don't want to go see a movie the first two weeks it's in it, it's in theaters because I end up having a bad experience because of the people there. If I go see a movie, I want to go see the movie. Mm-hmm. And if there's parts where people are supposed to laugh, then laugh. Great. Fantastic. Don't get on your cell phone during the movie. Don't text during the movie. And, and I, had, I had... We went and saw Sherlock Holmes. We got there a little late, so we were sitting kind of close. And it was a full theater. Um... And it was, I think it was opening night. And there was a group behind me of teenage kids that were just talking through the movie. Uh, you know, I turned around and asked them politely, hey, hold your voices down, please. I appreciate it. Thanks. And they proceeded to throw popcorn at me. And then we almost got into a fight in the parking lot. And I was just like, why am I putting up with this and paying you way more than this is worth? I'll say I got up and told the manager I got my money back and 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 I don't because it I like I like going to movies in theaters. I love theaters. Sure. I love seeing movies with people because I like sharing the expensive experience. Yeah. I have seen I've had more fun in more movie theaters. Um Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> I like like not so much for Guardians because I don't think I didn't see Guardians with a full theater, but Avengers we saw at we saw the midnight showing of, of Avengers mm-hmm. yeah, and the thing about Avengers for me and I love the movie, but it's the first movie I have seen in a long time and Guardians didn't give me the same feeling and I think because Avengers did, um, I, I was five years old again. Yeah, 
or oh, six when I saw Jedi. And so I remember being on the edge of my seat, six years old, watching Return of the Jedi and having this, oh my God, this experience. Avengers gave me that feeling. I mean, right. for the first time, you know, when, when, when they blow, you know, Loki shows up and then blows up S.H.I.E.L.D. and, 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 and that, there's something to that. Right. I saw that in 3D, I'm on the edge of my seat, I'm giddy as hell, I'm going to go, see. I saw the next, I never do that. I never right. like, all right, I, now, I'm going to get up and, and I'm going to have lunch and then I'm going to go see this movie again because I right. have to have this experience again. Right. And I didn't quite the second time, but the first time was just such, just an amazing experience for me. Right. And I think that's what movies should do. I, I you know, um, I saw Grindhouse in Pensacola, Florida at the old Silver Screen, okay. which was the closest thing that we had to an old Grindhouse-style theater that right. was grungy, and you could get beer and food, and there weren't real seats. There were tables and yeah. chairs, and it yeah. was comfortable, but it was just, I mean, it was kind of like, you felt like, I mean, you didn't feel threatened, but you could get shot there. You know? Oh, absolutely! It was like going. It was like if the cantina from Star Wars was a theater. This is how I would describe the old silver screen. Oh, the old silver screen. But you know, and and I'm I'm sad that it's gone. It's one yeah. of the, you know I'm I'm sad that it's gone now. But you know because you can see cheap movies there. But I, we saw Grindhouse there, and so it was a midnight showing of Grindhouse, and it was like, um, you know, the whole both films and it. But we cheered and every. I mean, it, that's. An experience. That's an experience. That's yeah. an experience, and that's what I like about. It. I don't get it with every movie, but I still like. I like seeing stuff with with people and I like watching. If I'm going with a group, that's different. If it's just you know, th- then then yeah, I'll go on opening night because right. at that point there's enough of us that we're gonna have a good time. Um, if it's just me and and Aaron, then it's like I will avoid going that first week or even the second week as much as I can. Right. I'm just, Unless it's the middle of the day or like a three o'clock showing, because I go, okay, nobody's gonna be here. Right. Um, fine, I'll do that. But if it, otherwise, I just I feel like I'm I'm sitting there and it's mm-hmm. like the kid behind me. We went to one theater. A kid behind me was playing with a yo-yo ball during the movie, and I was just like losing my mind. And Aaron finally turned around, looked at him, and said, "Stop it!" And the mom just looked at Aaron like like she was insulted. No. Your kids playing with a yo-yo ball in the middle of a movie, and it wasn't even a kids movie. Right. I don't, it was. I don't remember the movie, but it was like a PG thirteen rated R movie. And I'm right. like, why is your kid here? Why is he playing with a yo-yo ball? Be a parent, you know. You know, I'm lucky. I don't it, like the texting and stuff. I don't. If it happens, I don't notice it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had. Don't get me wrong. I've had a couple experiences in the last few years where. Someone was being annoying, but nothing like that. So I, mean, um, I had a family behind me during the Dark Knight, but they were really excited about the Dark Knight. It yeah. was it was like you know, oh, Batman's going to be, and so they kind of and, and, and was it ideal? No, right. But I, I that was an experience I have, and and I, I kind of got like commentary by this. People who who really didn't know Batman, but really were discovering Batman through this experience, and so I kind of got to share with it, yeah, quietly. Yeah. And so, and that's okay because when um, the Dark Knight Rises came out, um, uh, uh, was it? who 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 released that? Um, it's not Legendary, is it? Who put that? Anyway, they put all three of them. Out. It was a night where they did yeah, all yeah, three, yeah, and so yeah. I so I went and saw all three of them back to back, and so I got to see Dark Knight on, on you know. Unscathed, which is my favorite of the trilogy, it's by far the best. Let's see. I don't feel. Yeah, first one's okay. I really like the second one. I didn't dig the third one. I didn't dig the third one either. Mainly because of Bane's voice. <laughs> it's stupid. 
Bertie, I'm not scary at all, because I sound like a really bad impersonation. Oh, uh, there's just... The problem with The Dark Knight Rises is that at the end of The Dark Knight, they have such a great premise for a film and went, nope, not going to do it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's they, like we've got We've set everything up. Right. All right, let's go do something else. Spoiler alert, if you've not seen the movie that came out like, what, 10 years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, that's one. Yeah, hey, look, uh, Rosebud's the sled. <gasps> <laughs> um, Rhett leaves Scarlet and doesn't come back. What? Right. <laughs> um, Norman Bates' mom is dead. <laughs> Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. The Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. Dumbledore's um, gay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but he wears those, those fabulous outfits. Um, so, um, the end of The Dark Knight, Batman, you know, Harvey Dent's dying and the Joker's incarcerated, but it comes out that, that they have to let Harvey Dent he he dies, but Batman becomes this villain. They talk about it. You know, yeah. you live long enough to be the hero to, to turn the villain, and so he's got this beloved person who did the evil, but no one knows about. So Batman has to take this, right. take the mantle of that evil. That whole second film should have been like cops fighting Batman. Yeah, I mean, and while it, while he's chasing down Bane or somebody. Oh hell, I don't even you know. need need to be Bane. Just, uh, I agree. I, I think I they think just Bane like well, I, choice, I mean, but... I think. Give me somebody. I think the, going back to the League of Shadows was a bad choice. I think uh, I think it's um, a studio playing safe, mm-hmm. and studios. To, I mean, you know, it made a ton of money, but it didn't get the you know the acclaim, the accolades of the other. The, the, at least the Dark Knight did. Yeah. And um, who knows? And they're going to do Suicide Squad. I'm curious what they're going to do with that. I'm I'm really excited about that. I'll see it. Um, Hell, I'll see. The I, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the, I'll be honest with you though. Uh, Suicide Squad is the first and only movie from DC that I went. Oh, I need to put that on my calendar. Really? Everything else, I'm just like, you guys are chasing, and I don't, I don't recommend that. Like to me, I'm going. Let Marvel, you know, let Marvel do what Marvel's doing. Stop trying to copy Marvel because copying Marvel, you're. It's going to come across as we're copying Marvel. But the Um, problem is that they're not even copying Marvel. And I mean, look, there's a way to do it and have it your own. Marvel's just figured out a formula for it. Yeah. You know, and it's it's taken, uh, I mean, they did, they looked at and did their trial and error through other studios. Yep. What works, what doesn't. And so if, you know, Avengers, they've made, they've, they've world built. We've Mm -hmm. built a, we've built a place and now we're telling, their sequels don't feel like sequels. Right. I mean, their sequels feel like comic books. Like it should be. This is another story that we're going to tell. Right. And so, am I a fan of every Marvel movie? No. no. Um, I'm. I'm. I, I. I. I don't have to see Iron Man ever again. Right. I. 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 I definitely regret seeing both Thor films. And when Ragnarok comes out, I will go see and probably regret seeing it too. I was okay with the second one. I just. It's just so silly. It's just Thor's. I don't know. I couldn't get into it. I think Thor's a tough character to. to... But he's written. He's so. And I guess because of Josh Whedon, but he's written so well in Avengers. Right and done properly in Avengers. Right, and all those characters are handled correctly. Right, um, Iron Man's are Iron Man three is hilarious. See, I never saw Iron Iron Man three. It's funny. It's a buddy cop film almost. Yeah, it's 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 kind of that comedy film. To, that's what Marvel succeeds at. They they pick like Captain America Winter Soldier works because it's not Captain America. It's a spy thriller with Captain America in it. Yes, exactly. That's why it works. Iron Man three works because it's a this buddy cop kind of film that they've. With Iron Man, nice. my problem is uh, when you if you get to see it, we'll, we'll discuss the minor issues with it because they once again they play things safe 
right. and it's okay to go outside the box a little bit. Yeah, I think the audience will follow you. Yeah, and studios just get even Marvel just like oh, I don't know if we can do that. And so gonna, somebody's gonna get upset, or, right? Or they won't see our next film, and they're like, no, no, no you're they'll, they'll see. You know, hell, if Guardians of the Galaxy, which it wasn't property until the Guardians of the Galaxy came out, that wasn't, you know, who who would have thought? If I it, before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, what percentage of and we'll just keep it to the United States. What percentage of the United States population knew who the hell Groot was? Oh, seven. <laughs> if that seven, I would be generous. Seven. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, my guys, the guys who were the ninety ones, and they they weren't in that. Nope. I mean, they, and so I mean, when they did the relaunch, and the relaunch is fabulous if you get a chance to read it. But I read it after Guardians. I mean, I I I, I won't lie. When I heard they announced Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, first of all, huh? Yeah. Second of all, how are you going to do a rocket raccoon? And that was, my, yeah. and then trailer hit. I saw the trailer once and was like, I don't need to see anything else because I don't want this ruined for. Because you know, yeah. we talked this with your wife. She doesn't like watching trailers because she don't want to be spoiled by everything. Right. She refuses to watch the Star Wars or the Jurassic World trailer. Right. And so she doesn't want to be spoiled, which is interesting. I mean, that's a good yeah. I mean, It's just, how do you consume media without finding? That's the problem. It's, it's, right. And so you have to stay away from stuff like that. Yeah. But it's hard to, what we do, we're yeah. always on the internet. So it's hard to, when we're just bombarded. So we, have to accept it as it comes to us right but um i saw the trailer i was hooked hooked and knew i was gonna love it and did disappointed it wasn't nominated for um best comedy for um golden gloves it should have been should have been it made a billion dollars and it's good yeah it's not it's not like a lot of those tentpole films who just makes a lot of money because people see it it's good I think it's solid, and the Oscars are all ignored too. I'm not saying you should win anything. No. Don't get me wrong; it should be nominated, it should be no, invited so, to the party, and it's not. It's, uh, and, and, and I think the reason why is because outside of Hollywood, there is a there's no longer that stigma when it comes to superhero movies. It's like, oh, there's a superhero movie. All right, well, let's go see it because there have been so many good ones recently. Right, but I think in Hollywood, it's still there's still the old guard that looks at it and goes, huh. A superhero movie. How quaint. And it's like, no, listen, that superhero movie is is rocking the box office right. and this while, is the, while your normal and, things and this look is, like crap. This is the same Hollywood that 12 years ago, I guess, yeah, I guess 12 years ago, then rewarded Peter Jackson for Lord of the Rings for his triumph from from that and gave him his Oscar for the, the last. And I knew that's what they were going to do. I, I think Hollywood knew if he was going to keep up his quality. Yeah. He got his Oscar for, for Return of the King, which is a fine film. It's not the best film in the series. No. But it's a fine. Two Towers is. Oh, hell yeah. Two Towers is where he, really where he earns that Oscar. But they give it to him because we give you for all the work yep. instead of... Yeah, yeah you did this. That right. is and amazing. I, and, and Nolan, I think Nolan should have been nominated for The Dark Knight. Yes. And the Academy agreed because the following year they expanded the motion pictures up to 10. Yeah. And so because... Yeah, at five, the Dark Knight just was just edged out, right. and so they, so we got it. But now I don't hope it's like, well, if it's not a deep brooding kind of film, yeah, where's the room for a comedy? And and I think, you know, is Guardians of the Galaxy kind of a Star Wars clone? No, it plays homage. It's got its own. I mean, it it, it takes some science science fiction tenets, but it's still solid. It is yeah. so solid, and um, but it, you know. Uh, listen, if we're going to talk about Hollywood playing it safe, one of the things you and I both agreed we should talk about <laughs> when it comes to playing safe is... Uh, oh, yeah, the Sony thing, right? Yeah, the thing that happened this week with Sony. Um, 
which I think is by far the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen happen with a movie. All right, so here's my theory on this, and I tweeted about this the other day. Okay. Do you think this is a publicity stunt gone wrong? I've heard that from a few people, and I don't think so just for the simple reason that there was a lot of actual personal information leaked. See, that's the part I think went wrong. I think here here's the thing. I think I think someone in a marketing department, true or not, mm-hmm. it's a fun theory though. I think someone in a marketing right. department that got this great idea, hire some people, some hackers, uh, quote unquote hackers, probably thinking they were like the '90s hackers, like <laughs> like in the movie Hack hackers. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. And so you know, so you have them, and it's like, oh yeah, we'll have some, we'll have some information linked. We'll have them get mad at the movie. We'll make everyone see the movie because now everyone wants to see this movie because you can't. Yeah. I mean, this movie's gonna when released, and if it's and I think it's gonna be released. I, I think that I think they're gonna let it quiet down and then release yeah. it, and it's still gonna make money hand over fist because of the controversy. So, I think I think it got out of hand with all the personal information came out. I sure. think I think you know like, hey guys, this is not what you don't care. We got in, and so yeah. we now you find out that Sony's racist, and, yeah. and they they don't pay women right, right. and they wanted uh, that Marvel tried to get Spider Man, and yeah, and backed out. <laughs> and, Which, by the way, when I read that, I was like, really? Come on. As a, as a comic book nerd, the one thing I, I'm tired of seeing is over here we have Spider Man and X Men and. They exist in completely different universes from the Avengers and all these... And I'm like, no, just stop. Look, please, figure figure out the money aspect and just figure out a way to make it happen. But going back to the interview, I could see where that's a plausible idea and it just snowballed and got way out of control. Um, see, that's a movie to make. <laughs> no joke. Uh, but my, my whole thought on it is... The reason why Sony pulled it is because a threat, you know, the threats were made that uh, somebody, which we found out today, today we're recording this on, on a Friday, um, that they were, uh, that the hacks came from North Korea. Okay? So North Korea is saying, we're going to come over there and we're going to attack your movie theaters if you show this movie. Really? Really, they can't attack their neighbor, South Korea. Do you really think they're going to figure out a way to make it all the way across the Pacific and attack us here? No, they're not. You know, and and if you really want to get into the legally, and so essentially, theaters canceled. They said we're not going to show it. We we worry about the safety of our patrons and our employees. Okay, fine. And they're also, I mean, worried about the, you know. Let's be honest. I mean, lawsuits. Yeah, they're worried more about the money. Okay, so then it's very simple, very simple way to fix this. If you buy a ticket, you can have a thing posted on the window. If you buy a ticket to see this movie, please understand there have been threats made against all theaters in the United States showing this movie. If something happens during the movie while watching it, you cannot sue us. So, so done. But see, the liability goes to a movie theater then. And That's so, what I'm saying. And so you put it. So I mean, a theater owner wouldn't. I don't see a theater owner or a chain putting. You know, the, the there's not enough insurance in the world to put that at risk. True. And but, so I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so they back out. Sony pulls it because they're like, well, nobody's gonna. There's no place to see this. Okay, 
the next step, the next day, if I'm Sony, I'm going, You're on, you know what, guys? We pulled it from theaters. Our apologies. However, you can now download it on Amazon or here, 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 and here for nice 20 bucks. That would have sold like mad yeah. and, and nothing would have happened. I don't know, 20 bucks. I don't know. I don't I'd, know. I'd, have, I'd have paid 20 bucks just to give North Korea the middle finger. I was giving the middle finger anyway. True, but it'd have been like, okay, you're gonna. I'm watching it now. What are you gonna do? You know, um, I, I think eventually they'll they'll release it, and I think they'll they'll figure something out. But the fact that it was pulled, I don't know. I I felt like it was it was kind of cowardice, and I really feel like they. Where where was the rest of the where was the rest of the uh, of the filmmaking industry, whenever uh, threats were being made? Why didn't so, okay, threats are being made against Sony. Why didn't the other studios step up and say, hey, look, I know we're all in competition here, but this is ridiculous. We're not going to let... Because they're all in competition. Either. And I mean, that's ridiculous. This is, this, is, this is, I mean, come on, This you, you talked about this just a minute ago. These are the same people who cannot agree to have Spider-Man and Captain America in the same place. True. Because, oh, heavens have been, I won't make all the money. Oh, look, well, you know, if you would make a good Spider-Man film, they have not made... I know there's fans of the Sam Raimi stuff. I like Sam Raimi. I'm mm-hmm. a fan of Sam Raimi. His Spider-Mans are horrible. Uh, one was okay. Two two's, was, two's better. Yeah. Three's, three's atrocious. God awful. I, I can't make it all the way I saw it. the first amazing... I think Andrew Garfield is a fine Peter Parker. Yes. I think he, it, it's a horrible script and he's just doomed in it. I did not see two. I haven't seen two. Because I don't think I can... I mean, unless it's free and someone's well, forcing me to watch it. And I'll be honest. I saw And I said to Ghost Rider 2. This is what Ooh. I'm saying. Ooh. <laughs> uh, oh man! I want to make a Ghost Rider film so bad. Uh, yeah, no, I I didn't see the second one because it was weird. Like normally, when you see a trailer, a trailer's supposed to make you interested in the movie. Mm-hmm. I was more interested in that movie until I saw the trailer. Right. Like I was reading stuff on it. And I was like, "Ooh, Jamie Foxx is Electro. Okay, this will be cool." And then I saw the trailer, and I was like, "I have absolutely no interest in seeing this." Yeah, and I, I just, I mean, I'm not the hugest Spider-Man fan, but yeah. I. You know, if they make the fights interesting, I, I like. Like, one day, whatever deity willing, I will be directing film, hopefully. And if I have the chance to do a Spider-Man story, I would do Craven's Last Hunt. Yes, that's that's a story that needs to be told. Absolutely, it's, it's got. Yeah, have you read it? Yes. All right, my f- and spoiler: if you have not read it, you should go read it. Amazon, go get it. Seriously, your local comic book shop, go order. Craven's Last Hunt. It's and the, and, the, three. and this is why. This is what I love about this story. It's right after the wedding of Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Peter Parker, Mary Jane understands that she, what she's getting into. She she understands that she is married to a superhero, and there's responsibilities and things that you do the, the, as a wife of a superhero. She, she's understanding the risks. Mm-hmm. Right after they come, they come back from the honeymoon, Spider Man goes to fight crime. He is captured by Craven and buried alive. Mary Jane does not know where her husband is. He doesn't come home. She has no one to turn to. Yep. It's not like Lois Lane in DC who can can go, "Hey, Batman, <laughs> I haven't seen Clark lately." Or Aquaman, is he in the other? Don't Aquaman away. Aquaman. <laughs> hey, can you go talk to some seahorses? Find out where my husband is. Mary Jane doesn't have anybody to go to because she doesn't know who, if anyone knows who he is. And she, there's a scene where she's going to the Fantastic Four because she knows Spider-Man knows the Fantastic Four. 
but it doesn't work out because they're not in. And yeah. she has to deal with this grief to knowing that I don't know if my husband's alive. That's the best part of the story. Is this, it's real. Yeah. It's so real. And and then you've got great action. You got Spider Man looking for the vermin and Craven looking for Spider Man and then Craven, you know, sir, you know, doing what he has to do and defeating Spider Man and then kills himself because he has caught the ultimate there's nothing for him to do. Exactly. It's full circle. It's such a good story. Yeah. Highly recommend it. If you never read it, read, read one of Marvel's best. Yeah. Great film. It would make a great film. It would. A ballet costume and everything. I just I think once again, I I, I think I think studios are so terrified of doing something like that because it's a that is a dark story, and it and it it ends dark, mm-hmm. um, you know. And you always you know going back to wrestling, there's a there's a phrase you always want to send you always want to send the crowd home happy, right? So that's the reason why if you if you do watch Monday Night Raw or or anything like that, if the show ends on a down note, they're nine times out of ten. The second it goes off the air, they have a dark main event, and it ends with the good guys winning. So everybody goes home, hooray! The good right. guys won. That's how movies. That's right. That's how our stories right. are. Supposed and even Craven's Alert has has the the good ending. You know, yeah. You know, Craven, compl- while his ending is not really that it's tragic, he's done what he's done. Yeah. You know, Spider Man's found, and he's reunited with Mary Jane, and and there's a real tender moment there. Yeah. I mean, everything it works out, I guess, the best way it could. But um, you know, it's, it's once again, it's trying to be play it safe. Did you see um, X Men: Days of Future Past? I did. How'd you think? What'd you think? Uh, I really liked it. Um, you know, the thing that I've heard from a bunch of people is their favorite scenes were the ones with uh, Quicksilver. Yeah, and and I like Quicksilver. The Quicksilver scene was really fun. Yeah, I, I mean, and that, different. That that was a great scene. But the thing that I, from my point of view, that I always felt is it feels like they put that in. Just so they could be like, "Haha, Avengers, we got them first. and because it just felt like it was forced in. Like you could take those scenes out, and you could have one scene with them going in and getting what they need, right? And it works. Uh, and I, because I, I, he shows up in the middle, he does this thing, and then you, he's gone. The the, the part of him great. disappearing was a little bit weird. I, but I like the cameo with him and Polaris, I guess, because it wasn't Wanda, right? Yeah, and so I guess it was Polaris and his. Of course, if you're reading the spoiler alerts, Magneto's not their father anyway. Now, that's yeah. the big thing in Marvel. Yeah, and I haven't read. Um, I guess it's Axis. It's I think it's the new Axis. I haven't read it yet. Cause comics are expensive, yo. Four ninety nine. When did they? God, when did they become so expensive? Okay, we're getting old. It's like get off our lawn, comic know, books. Right? It's like, geez. I would love to pick up more comics. The the last comic uh, series that I read, the last two I read, Translucid. Um, which was uh, Claudio Sanchez yeah, yeah. and uh, Chandra Eckert, uh, who's his wife. And mm-hmm. Claudio Sanchez is from my favorite band of all time, Coheed and Cambria. Um, so he does comics, and it was a great story, really cool. Um, and then, of course, I had to uh, read the Serenity uh, comic. How's Serenity? Amazing. Did I get good. it right? Yes. I, I need to get it. I get, I'm going to get it. I guess I'm going to get the trades. I liked... Um, I'm a Buffy fan. Okay. Um... I watched oh, oh, my Weeden verse is all backwards. I watched okay. Serenity before I saw Firefly. Oh wow! Okay, and still loved it. I was yeah. like, Serenity was a great, great. Yes. Saw, saw Serenity in theaters was like, oh, yeah. Well, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's a show, <laughs> and it's over. Sad face, sad face. And then someone said, if I liked Firefly, I would like Buffy. And I'm like, 
no. And they're like, no, no, seriously, give Buffy a try. And I, sure enough, love Buffy. Especially love seeing Firefly people in Buffy. Yep. Nathan Fillion in the last season of Buffy is amazing. See, I, 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 I'm a huge Whedon fan. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something. Mm-hmm. I never finished Buffy. Oh, well, finish and it. I, and I never watched Angel. Um, um, I, I watched Angel. It's not nearly as good. Well, the reason why I didn't finish Buffy is the second to last season. Five. Yeah, she gets mopey and just overly mopey, and it's just—it gets better. Like it, it got to the point where I was just like, I'm so tired of seeing her being whiny. She had a, she gets whiny and uh, maybe it's six. You, you're thinking because six, five is all about her Dawn being the key and. Okay, now I saw. Yeah, I finished right. that season. No, this is the one yeah, where they had a, uh, like Felicia Day was one of the. That's seven. Okay, that's that's the season I ended. Oh wow! So it was somewhere in the middle of Cause, that. Because that's all like. Six is where she's all mopey because yeah. um, she's dead. Yeah, and they bring her back. And they bring her back, and, and so she the, the, was, the she was in heaven, right? Her, which yeah. is which is in uh, the musical episode, which is great. Yeah, but um, and I like that because I, I I bought the mopiness because yeah, if I was I mean a, it makes sense, but right. it was it at, from a viewing but, standpoint, right? But I don't think it lasts the whole season, and like in seven, seven's a stretch, but I like it. Yeah. I like the whole idea of the potentials and stuff, but like Nathan Fillion in Seven is this preacher tears out Xander's eye and just yep. like I'm like that's Mal and Mal is like awesome as a villain. Yep. yep. <laughs> and so I, you know, I got hooked into Buffy, and the reason why I mentioned the original, the Buffy season eight and nine comics are great. They're awesome. They're amazing. So I was curious about the Firefly stuff. I definitely want to check that out now. It's it's awesome. Uh, all pretty much all of the Firefly slash Serenity. Comics that have come out uh, have been great. the The newest run, the Leaf on the Leaf on the Wind, uh, was by far my favorite. Um, but uh, those we left behind was great. Um, they so, did a Shepherd's Tale, which so, tells the backstory for uh, Shepherd Book, and that's awesome because you get to see. You know, there's always the question of, well, he wasn't always a preacher. Yeah, I want to know what he was. Oh, it's fun. I always thought he was an operative. Uh, no, because <laughs> that because. I only thought that because um, after seeing the operative in the Serenity, yeah, being such a badass in that one episode of Firefly when he's when when he's shot, yeah, and he shows his ID and they're like, we got to get this guy to yeah. whatever, yeah. and I'm like, oh, because I saw that order, like I said, and so I'm like, yeah. I wonder if he's evil. <laughs> they play they play that up really well, um, and his backstory uh, that that uh, comic and it was it's just it's a one shot. Mm-hmm. The great thing about it is is it's told almost like Memento. It's told backwards. Cool. And so you get to you see where he is, and it starts with him dying, just like in Serenity. Yeah, that's sad. And then <laughs> you move backwards in time, all the way back to what got him on this path. Right. And it's fantastic. And by, you get to the end Firefly and you go, light. oh. I showed somebody Serenity for the first time. I was running the lab uh, yeah. at campus uh, over a weekend. I had to come in and work on a weekend because I had projects due. And I said, all right, all right, so. You guys had to bring your headphones because we have a projector in there, and I was like, I'm, I'm watching Amazon Prime. I'm watching whatever. Yeah. And Serenity's on Amazon Prime, so I, I, so I showed some students who'd never seen it. It's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, and here's your yeah. to to this is how your life is ruined. <laughs> Do you like Wash? Well, good because you're supposed to right up until the point when he takes it through the chest. What's your favorite Firefly episode? Uh, oh god, that's like choosing between children. No, really, because there's uh, what thirteen of them. Yeah, it's like choosing between thirteen children. Um, I don't think Aaron's gonna have thirteen kids. No, God, no, she won't. She she said one. Uh, I'm, 
Uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna be the stereotypical family. We're gonna have one and a half. Uh, don't ask how we get the half. For that poor um, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, you, mommy. <laughs> we're, gonna split, we're gonna split them uh, vertically, right down the middle. Um, no. Uh, out of gas is really good. Yes, out of gas is my favorite. Uh, I, I love out of gas. Washing out of gas is so good. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, uh, is it out of gas? I don't know. Out of gas is really good. I, I, I'd probably have to go with that one. Yeah, because I like out of gas is so good because it sets up and not just. I, I love origin stories anyway. Yeah. It's a great origin story, but I like I really like the stuff between him and Anara. Malin and Anara is so good and that's so well written. Yeah. I am sad that show does not exist anymore. <laughs> well, I'm I would love to see uh, Telltale Games pick it up and do season two as a uh, you know, as as a game similar to what they've done with Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, uh, Wolf Among Us. I I um, would like to see Netflix just pick it up and do ten episodes. I I think I mean I'm sure they would love to. I mean, but Ca- Castle's, we, Castle's ending. Who else is working? Um, actually, all of them are. I mean, like, 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 who's got a show show? Um, uh, I know. Um, what's her face? Uh, oh, the chick who played Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. She's on something. On uh, she's on Suits, but that show's coming to an end, I believe. Right. Um, I mean, they'll all be freed up here soon, but I don't know, man. It's been it's been so long at this point that, and they've aged. That's I mean, okay. You know, you, you, if you set your timeline right, how, right, you work it in the backstory. You, it can't be after Serenity. So, I mean, you, you can't give us. I mean, Serenity was a five. Oh uh, yeah. So it's been almost nine years. So you're gonna have to give. You know, they're, they're, you have to give some explanation. But I yeah. think I'll buy it. Well, and the, that's I mean, one of the cool things with the comics is you really get to see where they go, especially the Leaf on the Wind. You get to. It, it's almost like picking up. Uh, not directly after uh, the events of Serenity, but, right? But not long after, right? Um, like they're still talking about uh, the whole them sending out the wave to the you know showing the the reavers and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, see, I want to see what happened with that. And... They do an interesting spin on it, and it's one of those things to where reading it in a comic is awesome, but being the the nerd that right. I am. I was like, I want to see this on a show, right? Because there's so many political elements you could throw in right. there. And if it's not, if it's not the fire, if it's not the Firefly cast, I mean that universe is so rich. Absolutely, you could do something. Well, I don't understand why you don't do something else. Even Fox, Fox and Netflix get together and team up and make money. I, it's the weirdest thing with Fox. Like, they know they have a cash cow in yeah. Firefly. Yeah. Because and they and it's like they realized it a couple of years ago. Right, um, well, we, because they suddenly started saying, "Oh, we're gonna start putting out stuff again for it," and now there's like all this merch that mm-hmm. for years there was just nothing. Right, it, well, you know, it's Firefly's unprecedented for the fact it got canceled so early and it got canceled because because Fox made some really bad decisions. Yep. A, night put it on. B, the fact showing it out of order. Yeah. Um. See, I, I saw it late, but I did my homework. Um. <laughs> but it also it also was a canceled show that gets a full length feature film. Yep. And so, you know, my question really is, would Josh go back? Would, would Josh go back? He loves, he, he said in multiple interviews that he loves uh, that that world. Mm-hmm. And that he will randomly think of things like, oh, he, he has the whole second season mapped out, he admitted in, in an interview. 
Um, and he wouldn't go into too much detail, but there was some cool stuff. Um, and so I know he thinks about it, but... Did you see the um, 10th anniversary thing that the Science Channel had? Yes. And you find out that Anara was dying the whole time? Yes. And so you go back and rewatch. Re- yeah, no spoiler because they don't mention the show. But no. go back and rewatch everything with the fact that she knew she was dying every yeah. episode. And that just changes the way you watch stuff. Well, and it, and, it, and it makes it make sense to why she would be such an amazing companion. Right. And yet would go, no, I'm going to go travel to Burst on this piece right. of crap. Right. You know? Um, and, and put my life at stake and put my profession at stake right. uh, to do this. Um, it's a big deal. Now, it's weird because they don't really bring it up in the comics. So I guess, I don't know if like, if she's still dying. In the well, comics. I don't think because I don't think it ever made it canon because they, right. never, they never discussed it. So right. I don't think it ever made canon. So I don't, I don't know. But I, I mean, what you put that, like I said, with that little nugget, go back and rewatch it and just how interesting her performances are. And now my cat has arrived. Hey, cat. My ginormous cat. God, wow, that is a huge cat. Yeah. Uh, so our cat's name is Loki. He's a Maine Coon. Uh, he's 20-something pounds. He is giant. Uh, he is bigger than our dog. Um, he's If he stands on his hind legs, he, he, actually, com- moly. he actually comes up past my uh, belly button. So friendly? And I'm 6'2". It's just a yeah. cat. Yeah, he's very friendly. He's a whiner. I'm surprised he hasn't been yelling. Where'd you, where'd you been sleeping? Yeah, he's been upstairs sleeping. But yeah, he's awesome, awesome cat. Um, huge cat. Yeah, we lucked out, man. We've got good pets. Um, Max is quiet. Uh, well, hello, Loki. Lo- Loki, yeah. Loki just looked at me and was like, "What is this strange, long-haired who, man here? Who is this? Who is this, Jesus?" <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, no, I mean, I, Firefly is my favorite uh, sci-fi franchise, and it's not even close. Right, like. Um, I, I enjoy Star Wars. I enjoy Star Trek. Um, I, I yeah. love Stargate, but Firefly is just on another level. Well, every, everyone has their thing, and yeah. I, and and so for me, I was born in '77, so Star Wars has this weird. I have a weird relationship with sure. Star Wars, to the point that it's ingrained in my DNA. DNA. I do. I love Star Wars. Yes. Do I love every aspect? No. no. Like, I, I, as I get older, like, the only movies I really can stand to watch is Empire and Jedi. And um, I don't even like A New Hope. Like, New Hope, I'll watch it, but I'll get bored watching it. I don't watch the prequels, but I do have this great fan edit that takes all three prequels and makes it one movie. Nice. And even with George Lucas's horrible directing, it is uh, a fun film. It's so weird watching the prequels. Yes. <laughs> like... Like, it's... The best way I can describe it is is if somebody said, Hey, did you love Star Wars? Cool. I did some fanfic. You know? <laughs> and it's like, it's like you go, okay. And you watch it, like, like, you go through it and you go, Okay, I like this. This really doesn't make any sense, but alright, we'll go with it. And then I like this, and this doesn't really make any sense, but alright. And then by the time you get to the end of the third movie, you go... What happened? Right. Like, it's just like, nothing, I mean, if you really look at it, not much happens. Right, nothing, you yeah. Know, Star Wars, the original trilogy, stuff happens. Right. You know? And it's like this, it's like, it's like they were like, well, we've got a set up for episode four, A New Hope. It's, okay, great, how do we do that? Um, well, we know this guy becomes Vader. 
All right, well, how do we do that? Well, let's start him off as a really annoying kid. Right. I think Pat Oswalt summed it, summed it up really good in one of his specials. He said, like, uh, you know, hey, you like Darth Vader? Yeah. Do you want to know how he come out? Well, this is, hey, here's a little kid. Was he like an evil kid? No, he's like a normal kid. He's lovable. <laughs> it's like, do you like Boba Fett? Yes, I love Boba Fett. Well, you get to see him as a kid. It's like, <laughs> like, 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 like a normal kid. It's like, do you like the Death Star? Yeah, well, it's just out there doing stuff. And it's like... <laughs> Oh, I, I actually may, I, if I have that bit, I may put that bit at the end of the episode. Patton, please don't sue me. <laughs> I don't think you will. I don't think, it's a, good, it's a great bit. It is. But, you know, I try to put a tag or something at the end, end of every episode, so yeah. I, I was trying to think of what I'm going to put in today. So to sum up, because yep. we are into almost an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Uh, it's about average. We, we do anywhere from 105 to 130. Okay. All right, so to sum up, um, Canada, yay. Yeah. North Korea, boo. Right. 3D movies, boo. boo. Firefly, yay. Hooray on, <laughs> on a lot of scale. Uh, you're a big wrestling guy, so we'll, yep. we'll give you that. Like I said, I, I, all the errands I know in my life apparently are wrestling fans. And so... I'm surprised the other Aaron hasn't tried to, like... He hasn't, like, tried to recruit you into watching it a little more? Or? No. Really? No. I think... I don't... That's a good time to get into it. Well, I think the last time I watched... The last time I watched wrestling was with you, sir. Really? Yeah. We went to... Is it Larry? Yeah. House? Mm-hmm. And watched a pay-per-view. Yeah, he no longer loves there, but yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> and God, that was 2009, maybe? Hmm. Eight? Nine? Okay. It was you, me, and Lee, and uh-huh. Larry. Yeah. And... He had a giant TV, yep. and I, I watched. He had a DVD he was really obsessed with that had. Um, it was like music. It was like. Uh, it was it was CGI like instruments playing. Oh yeah, it was, no it, it was like a demo DVD you would see at Best Buy, but he's yeah. like, "Oh god, you got to see this thing!" And how neat is I mean, yeah. and it's on. I I remembered it recently because it was on Facebook. Like it, parts of it was showing up on my Facebook feed. I'm like, I saw this whole thing. Like <laughs> ah, you you went straight hipster. And said, I saw so this before. It's cool. cool. <laughs> and uh, I, I I don't remember much about the the matches except there was a tables, ladders and chairs match because mm-hmm. there was I guess there was a contractor money above a brief briefcase and they had like twenty guys trying to get to the contract. Oh no 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 no! You you saw uh, it, was, <laughs> it was eight guys, it was six or eight guys uh, doing the money in the bank ladder match. Uh, and I wonder if that was the first one. That may have been the first. I'm year they pretty did sure. I th- no, the tables and chairs were involved because oh remember. yeah, no, they they break those out just for just for Cause, fun. Because I, I remember. <sighs> It's a ladder match, but they they just they they break out uh, as much crap as they can. Was RVD for. wrestling then? Yes. All right. So if I'm correct, I think it's RVD. I'm I'm uh-huh. I'm, I'm having this memory now. <laughs> There's a guy climbing the ladder trying to reach it, and RVD, if I'm correct, flies off a turnbuckle with a chair on his knee and knocks the hell out of the guy. <laughs> And oh, I lost it when I saw that. I was like, I can't believe people are doing this. I've, I've never seen a man fly with a chair before. That's the thing, you know, with wrestling, especially, it's tough now because now they're in the PG era, so they're trying to be family friendly, and <laughs> and, and it's it's tough because well, I guess it's full circle because when I watched it when I was a kid, it was PG uh, exactly. Right. Um, and and Vince, listen, if Vince never had to go Attitude Era, he never would have. Really? Uh, yeah, he. There's a lot of stuff right now that is very much 
reminiscent of the eighties. I probably, I probably, like, I could, um, I could probably dig it. Uh, but there's a lot of there, there's the talent that's coming up, the new talent because we're kind of in we're we're in the the shift mode, mm-hmm. you know, where we have this generation of wrestlers that are kind of they're reaching the end of their careers, and we've got the new generation that's coming up, and the new generation, they are super talented and so who's a new guy to look out for dean ambrose is dean awesome. ambrose dean the, ambrose is amazing doesn't sound like a real wrestling name <laughs> it, 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 he went by johnny moxley back in the day johnny moxley uh dean ambrose is awesome uh seth rollins roman reigns is gonna end up See, being another wrestling absolutely I watch every monday night um and, and i have the wwe network which you can get for 9.99 maybe you can get a you know sponsorship <laughs> for that uh <laughs> Vince, if you're listening. Yeah. Maybe he's the Mothman. <laughs> Maybe he's the Mothman. Although you told me that the Mothman uh, follows you. Yes, he, he, and, he, he, and he keeps he, up with you. He's a listener to this podcast. Uh, I'm him in the great state of Delaware. Uh, listen, Mothman, uh, I, you know, I, I always like followers on Twitter. So <laughs> Aaron underscore Porter underscore is. Give me a follow. We can be friends. And uh, unlike Scotty, who did not believe in you, I completely believe in you. And I hope you don't show up at my house. <laughs> Because my palatial estate is messy enough as it is. I don't need my blood and guts everywhere. I, I don't think the Mothman travels to Alabama. I think the Mothman's benevolent. I think he helps people. I think I think miracles and stuff happen with him. I'm not sure about the Mothman legend so much. Yeah. So he's a weird-looking, scary-looking monster, though. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and and big listen, giant if, red I, eye. <laughs> if I woke up and he was in my room, there would be problems. Uh, I, I warned Aaron once. There'd be a lot of fear pee. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I warned Aaron once when we were uh, we, early, early on in dating. We went and saw The Grudge. <laughs> and and uh, that's all they've been dating. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Uh, and I told her as we were, you know, going to bed that night. I said, "Listen, I'm I'm just gonna warn you. I know we like to play jokes on each other. Don't ever roll over in the middle of the night looking to go." <laughs> I said, "Cause what's gonna happen is I don't react like people in horror movies. I don't go, oh no, you're getting two feet to your stomach pushing you out of the bed, and there's a pair of fists coming down at you. I I will fight until I until the end." I don't want to go to jail for spousal abuse. You know? it's like, Fair warning. Yeah, I was like, so let, that's a joke we don't do. <laughs> and she, she, she wisely said, okay, that sounds like a plan. Um, but yeah, Mothman, you know, if you want to, if you want to give me a follow and just don't come to Alabama, that'd be fantastic. Thanks. I don't need to see you outside my window. Or come to Alabama. I can just come to my window. Uh, no. I should play that at the end of the episode. <laughs> The Mothman Moth edition. Coming soon. <laughs> the Mothman edition of Come to My Window. No. That's, 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 see, we can do a video of that. That's, that should happen. It, uh, a mashup. Mashup. Um, well, uh, once again, you can find him at uh, at Aaron Porter Is. Yep, Aaron Porter Is. Uh, YouTube.com slash Aaron Porter Is. Aaron Porter Is.com or on Twitter at Aaron underscore Porter underscore Is. See, Aaron Porter Is his knows his branding. Absolutely. In fact, I'm going to be doing. Working on doing a show uh, called Aaron Porter is cool. That we'll we'll see. I got to get a small crew for it. So. Well, if you're interested in being a crew, <laughs> yeah, Aaron and, Porter, you're, and you're near Mobile, Alabama, <laughs> they'll be. He, he, I cannot pay you anything. I will pay you in high fives, hugs, and uh, experience, and possibly an occasional pizza. Oh yeah, that's how you keep a crew. Really, oh no, obviously. yeah, food. No food, food absolutely. You I feed I, crew. I feed, I feed people. So that works. I'm talking monetary. Uh, of course, uh, you can follow me at, at Scotty White because I've had Twitter since the, where you can just have your whole name sure. and never used it. I, uh, of course, you know, scottywhite.com, uh, mopcast.com is probably where you got this podcast. 
Um, we just got stupidmopstudios.net. Um, we haven't done anything with, with it yet, but we just got it. Um, everyone have a safe and happy new year. Um, we'll join you again in the following year. We'll... That's my cat. And the cat joins. That's a scary cat sound. A murderous cat sound. Maybe he's on the wrong And now I'm going to go pee myself. <laughs> That's a good way to end this one. <laughs>
You look really sad. I, dude, I gotta say, I'm pretty fucking sad, man. That sounds awful. I, that, that all just sounds like shit. Would you like some ice cream? I, I would, yeah, I would like some ice cream. I like ice cream, man. That'd be cool if I had like a, a dish of ice cream. Well, here's a big bag of rock salt. You just said I was gonna have a dish of ice cream. Well, when you combine the rock salt with ice and cream and sugar and flavoring, it becomes, I don't give a shit where the stuff I love comes from. I just love the stuff I love. Hey, do you like Angelina Jolie? Does she give you a big boner? Well, here's John Voight's ball sack. That's right. The pink glistening ball sack she swam out of. Now jerk off to that, you lucky so-and-so. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.